Welcome to episode 75 of Art of Run Club. I'm Tommy, I'm your host. And again, once again, it's just me who is going to be joining you, whether you're listening on a run or whether you're just chilling out or whatever it is. Hey, it's me today. And today I wanted to talk to you about the Great North Run 2022. What an event that was. Really good fun. Um, if you guys remember, episode 49 was when I recorded my take on the Great North Run 2021, which was my first ever Great North Run which was a very painful run, which um, I I mean, I didn't enjoy it. I'm not going to lie. Like after, So um, what was it? Maybe a couple months later, I was looking back. I was like, yeah, I enjoyed that. I'll do that again. But coming off the back of that run, I was like, nah, man, that was just painful. Um, I don't know. I don't know about you, but I found the last year's route to be um, a lot more of a struggle, a lot more painful than this year's route. Um, but we're not here to talk about last year's route. If you want to hear my take on last year's episode 49, but this one, episode 75 of Ardent Run Club, I'm talking to you about the 2022 Great North Run. I guess we'll just start at the beginning. Um, in fact, no, let's start during that week. I was carbo loading. Yeah, I ate so much pasta throughout the week. Um, and I ate so much pasta and ate so much porridge and all that sort of stuff. And I was like, yeah, and I drank so much water. I was hydrated. It was like last half marathon I did. I think I got a bit too dehydrated, which is why I had the whole debacle with mile 10 hitting the ground and not being able to, you know, having to take some time, like, I don't know, what was it, like 45 minutes until I was able to start walking again and then going and then finishing it. So I was like, make sure I've got energy, make sure I've got um, a lot of water in my system, and then we'll be all good to go. So anyway, that was that. And um, on Saturday night, uh, I stayed up late because I, I had Bible study with my friends on Saturday night and I wanted to finish it. And um, but they were taking so long to get through what we were studying. But um it was good. Went to sleep, woke up probably, I don't know, woke up probably around seven, um, seven-ish. And then uh, you know, got ready for the day for the for the morning, uh, listened to to a Sunday morning sermon, ate some food, uh, and all that stuff, and then I uh, left the house probably around eight, jogged over to the town more for uh, for the general assembly of the, uh, of well, well, that's obviously where we gather for the Great North Run. So I jogged over there, uh, listening to a bit of music and uh, basically getting psyched up for it. I was looking forward to it. Again, I wasn't nervous. Um, I didn't really put any pressure on myself. And, and again, this for me is just another fun run. It's like, let's see what you can do here. Um, obviously I want to do a decent time, but at the heart of it for me, it's like, I want to enjoy myself, I want to get around this course and see, see what it's like, since everybody's talking about this new course and how it's the best uh, half marathon in the world, biggest half marathon in the world, I want to see what it's like, so I didn't want to put pressure on myself, I wanted to have fun. So yeah, uh, if you were there, uh, you'll probably remember, obviously there was at the town mall, we dropped off our bags and then we walked over to, um, to, I don't even know what road that is, is it like the A1 or something, I don't know, we walked over there. And um, there was a massive, there were so many people there already. Okay, so many people there already. When I got there, they were starting the um, the wheelchair races. So literally, I got onto the motorway and they were starting the wheelchair races. A few minutes after that, they set the women off and the women went, the elite women went running. And then after that, uh, we had a bit of a 20-minute wait. Um, there was a minute silence for the, for the passing of Her Majesty the Queen. And then um, we sang... God save the king, uh, 
which was uh, which I found to be quite nice. And then after that, uh, we set off. Obviously, the elite men went, and then we started going through a bit slower, and then through the gates or whatever it was. We I was in a wave two, yeah, orange wave two. Um, and I remember when I was getting ready, when I started my watch, I was like, remember what happened last year? Go off slower. Don't go out hard. Go off slow. This is a half marathon. They keep saying that you're going to go downhill and it's going to be a really fast start and then you're going to die. Go slowly at the start. And I remember watching a load of videos on the course just to make sure I knew where the, the hills were and all that sort of stuff, just so I could make sure that I don't die again uh, on the course. So um, I was like, yeah, go off slow. So I started my watch. Uh, I've got my splits up here, actually. Give me a sec. Yes, I started my watch. And um, they said I crossed, I started at 10.48 and 56 seconds a.m. in the morning. Yeah. So start my watch and I started going. Everyone's zooming past me. I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, this is the trick because otherwise I'd be going with them. But I'm a ghost. So I'm going to take my time. Cool. So I took my time. First mile, 8.05. I was like, yeah, I can do another 12 miles at this pace. That's easy. Yeah, whatever. Um, it'll be a PB, it'll be calm, no worries, just just chill, just enjoy it. I know we're going downhill, but let's enjoy it. Mile two came, everyone's everyone shouting, oi, 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 and it's, it's loud. People shouting, yeah, Tommy. I'm like, yeah, I'm enjoying it, I'm having fun. I'm like, yeah, let's just have a good time today. No point in trying to smash the PB. We'll get the PB regardless, you know what I mean? Um, we'll go, if we just keep on going, we'll get the PB, and then uh, we'll know how to pace it for future half marathons. We'll know where to test ourselves future half marathons. Came across the time bridge, which was fun. And and you know the hill, there's a slight hill into Gateshead just after the time bridge, which uh, comes to just about, yeah, just after two miles, I think, or about two miles. Um, I remember getting there and thinking, yes, last year, this is where it was literally two miles in last year was where my legs started aching. And I was like, nah, not another 11 miles. You've got to be kidding me. Well, I got to this two mile point and I was like, yeah, good. I feel all right. This is going to be light work. This is going to be good. I'm going to enjoy this. So just kept on going. Uh, mile three, you know, it's just, you just keep going straight. It was just, um, it was, you know what? It was pretty flat, to be honest. Um, I didn't actually struggle with that too much. Obviously, there was a little bit of a hill going over to, like, I don't know, it was like this armadillo thingy on the left or whatever. But, you know, it's a little hill, but, you know, it's it's all good. Uh, I wasn't really struggling with anything there. 5K came. I looked at my watch. I was like, all right, a bit slower than last year's first 5K. But you know what? The last, whatever, 10 miles last year was just horrendous. So, if we keep this pace up, we'll be good. We'll we'll overtake it, and, and that's all good. Let's see if we can get to 10K quicker than we got to 10K last year, which we did, which I did, which I was uh, very happy about. So anyway, uh, at this point, you start going downhill, and my pace started picking up. And uh, it was one of those ones where, you know, I didn't realize my pace was picking up. Um, but then I was like, hold on. My legs are moving faster than they were at the start. I looked at my watch. I was like, oh, snap, going a bit quickly. You don't want to die, Tommy. Put the brakes on. I remember saying to myself, put the, the brakes on. Ease on the ease on the brakes. Ease on the brakes. Take your foot off the gas. Like, you're not trying to win this race, you know. You're just, you're just trying to have fun and go around and uh, enjoy yourself. And uh, I don't know. I, I was going around and it was all fun. And, uh, you know, six miles came, uh, 10K came. And it, like I said, we were ahead of the 10K pace from last year, which was good by a couple minutes, actually, which is good. Um, and I still felt good. Um, I think someone was hiding, this kid ha held out a ice pop and I was like, yes, I'll take that. So I had an ice pop and I started high-fiving people. And at this point, I'm just like, let me have some fun with it, you know? So I took my eye off the watch and I just started, I just kept running. 
I was high-fiving people, I was screaming, well, not screaming, I was like, I was chatting to people, high-fiving people, all this sort of stuff. Seven miles came, I was like, hmm, I feel all right. Uh, maybe, maybe I have a, maybe I have a gel. I have a gel. I feel all right, but I have a gel, you know. We're past halfway there, we feel all right. Uh, it's, it's, it, you know, all of this is happening, we've turned off over here, we've gone past this place, and, you know, let's just, let's just have fun. And um, so I'm high-fiving people, I had a little, I had a gel, okay. Now, I probably didn't need the gel. Well, I didn't need the gel because I saw energy. But having the gel there, I don't know what happened yet. But when I got to mile eight, kind of went downhill from that. So let me tell you what's going on. So I've got an 805, 801, 744, 757, 759, 731, 733, 745 pace. All right. And I'm at mile eight, I'm at 745 pace. Now, from mile eight to mile nine, I don't know what happened yet. I don't even know if there was a hill or anything. Probably was downhill. I don't even know. But it just it just started to hurt a little bit. Um and so I had some more ice pops from people. I was high-fiving people. I was trying to look like I was having fun and everything. But at this point, I was like, dang, this is actually pretty painful. But, you know, five miles left. I can do five miles. I've done a lot of five-mile runs, done six-mile runs. It's all good. Five miles. Yeah, I can do that. I've got to mile nine. Oh, actually, at mile eight, um, up mile eight and a bit, I saw um my friend Mikey. He was there on the side, which uh, which was fun. That spurred me on. I said, hey, Mikey. And he was like, yes, mate. And uh, so that was good. Um, But then, yeah, from mile eight... From mile eight to nine, yeah, between there, it was, it was just a bit painful. And mile nine came, and I remember just thinking, bruh, because I was thinking, man, this is a hill. And I was looking up. I was like, nah, this hill's not stopping. It was just going on for ages. And I got to mile, got to the top of the hill. I was like, this better be the top of the hill. It better not be one of those hills, you know, where, where you're kind of going up and then it levels out. And then you look ahead and there's still another hill. This better be the top of the hill and it better be going downhill. Thankfully, it was. And that 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 made, that made me feel a lot better. Uh, but then, you know, um, after mile nine was the 15K marker. And uh, 15K marker, I was like, sheesh, this is tough. This is tough. But I could do 6K. I was thinking, actually, the last run I did the other day was a 6K run before this race. So, and that was calm. Like all you have to do is just drug it in like you did that that way and you're all good. That's easy. 6K, what's that? Three and a bit miles? Yeah, 3.74 miles or something like that. I don't know. Something around that, maybe 3.8. But just drug it in and you'll be all good. So that, that was the plan. Um, but at the same, whilst that was the plan, my um, <laughs> I wasn't running like that was the plan. So my pace was still sub, minute, sub eight minute miles at that point. And uh, the hills just kept coming in. And I saw a shower, right, at mile 10. And I was like, I'm going to the shower. So I got to mile 10 and went through the shower. And um, I was like, this shower is amazing, okay? Now, I've had loads of water stations. And there was a water station, obviously, at mile 10. It was about every two miles, there was a water station, which was great. Because when I did the great West Run in Exeter, there were barely any water stations. And they just gave you the tiniest cups. And whilst you're running, holding the cup, all the water's just flying out. And so I was just so dehydrated in that one. But this one, after the water station, obviously everyone just chucks their water on the ground. Now, I've grabbed some water. I've drank it. I've poured it on my head. I've gone through the shower. I've chucked my water to the side. People are still chucking their water bottles. I've closed my, I'm closing my eyes. I'm like, ah, this is, you can't see me. I'm closing my eyes right now. And I'm like, ah, pumping my arms. I'm like, sheesh, this is hard. This is difficult. But, you know, three miles left. You can do a 5K easily. That's a park run. You can do that easily. 
No problem. There's going to be a hill which you sign yourself up for. Cool. But then after that, remember, it's downhill. That's what everyone's talking to you about. And that's where it's going to be good. So I'm doing that. And I, I'm opening my eyes. I'm closing my eyes. I don't really remember what the case was at this point. But all I remember is I stepped on a bottle. I slipped. I hit the ground. I fell on my hands. It kind of hurt my hands. Uh, rolled over onto my side. I was like, ah. And um, then people around me were like, yo, you're right. I was like, oh, man. I'm, like, I'm in pain. Um, and then the um, the paramedics came over and um, they were they were like, yo, you're right. And I was like, yeah, I'm a bit dizzy. My hands hurt. But funnily enough, another one of my friends was there. I didn't even notice her, but she was right there as I fell over, right on the side. She said, you're right, Tommy. I was like, I'm on my front. How can you see my name? Oh, hey. I realised, oh, okay. So I decided to follow her right in front of you. Cool. Um, which I, which um, I mean, uh, yeah, it's not. I wasn't really embarrassed to be honest, because because uh, I was like, oh, what are you gonna do? Like, this, this has happened. You can't really, can't really just feel embarrassed about it or cry about it. It's happened. So anyway, paramedics are there. I'm watching the paces go past me. I see like the 140 pace. I was like, dang, I was on pace. I was on pace for a massive 10 minute PB 140. I saw him or her go past me. Then I saw the 145. I was like, dang. These guys are still checking my my um, heart rate and my blood, and they put something on my finger and they make sure I'm all right and um, taking down my name and my number and all that sort of stuff. And then I see the 150 pace go around. I was like, sheesh, that's my PB gone. I slapped my legs. So I was like, dang, dang, 150 PB gone, because my PB was 149 from the from the run last year. And at this point, I was like, then I started seeing like a lot of like three other 150 paces go past me. I was like, what's going on here? Am I, am I confused or something? So anyway, I saw that and I was like, okay, what I'm going to do, what I'm going to do is I'm going to say I'm all right and I'm going to just jog it for a little bit and then hopefully just jog it in and see what happens. They're like, you okay? You, you good to go? I was like, I'm good to go. They're like, it's up to you. But, you know, if you need to take, I was like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. So I got up and I started jogging real slowly. And um, people are like, yeah, go on, Tommy, keep it up. Yeah, yeah. And I'm jogging so slowly. And, you know, after you take a break, because they had me sitting down there for like, what, 10, 15 minutes, just making sure I was all right. I saw the paces go by, you know. And um, after you take a break and then you go back into it, you're dead. So I've run 10 and a bit miles and I've just had to sit down and I've got three miles left and the next two, the next mile or so is uphill. And I was just struggling. I was going so slowly. Like at that point, I was like, nah, I'm just jogging just so that I'm just so I'm walking, moving quicker than a walk. And then someone jogged past me. He's like, you're right, mate. I was like, ah. And he was like, take a seat on the side. Take a seat on the side. So I jogged about another 100, 150 meters. And I had to sit down again. And um, some guys on bikes came and they looked after me, gave me some water, gave me a few bottles of water. And they were like, you should take a few minutes out you can finish this but you got to take a few minutes out so they had me sitting down there for for again another five uh, no they said take five minutes out right i was like all right take five minutes out and i was shaking my head at this point thinking wow pb's left me um but oh well took another five minutes out and then i i was like that's, that's got to be five minutes at this point you know what the saddest thing of this whole thing is when i stopped my watch i must have accidentally ended it because I do not have a single record of this run on my watch or on my Strava. 
like low key can't be bothered to update upload it to Strava. I probably will if I get bored and I have time. But I looked at the watch. I was like, what? Where is so you're telling me? So you know what really confused me actually? Because it was afterwards when I was getting on the metro back and I was looking at my people started liking my Strava thing. And I was like, why are they liking my warm-up? Why are they liking my last three miles and not the actual run? What's going on here? And I scrolled down on my watch and I was like, there's no, there's no 10 mile anything there. It's just three miles or two mile warm-up. Is this? I was like, what's going on here? And um I was like, I was thinking, oh, I must just not updated yet, must not have connection. And then when I got home and I was like, rah, it really didn't update. There's really no record of this. And um, I was like, yeah, you know what? Fair. Just just got to firm it. I might, like I said, I might upload it another time, but I don't know. I can't really be bothered. Um, but yeah, so I'm sitting on the side. He said five minutes. I was like, surely it's been five minutes. And I need another five minutes. Um, I think like you're moving better than you were there. So maybe just give it a couple, little bit more time. I was like, okay, I'll give it a bit more time. So I gave it a bit more time. And then um, he was like, I was like, can I go now? And he said, it's up to you. I think you should give it a little bit more. But if you want, I can circle behind you and you can walk on for a bit. I was like, cool, I'll walk on for a bit. So I started walking on for a bit. I started my watch again. Um, and uh, the guy was cycling behind me and um, I was walking on. And um, then I started jogging a little bit. And then I was like, you know what? Yeah. Let's just do this. So I put, I started jogging again. So that mile, what was it? So that mile, <laughs> that whole debacle, according to my Strava, no, according to the Great North Run splits, was 19 minutes and 58 seconds. So mile 10 to 11 was 19 minutes and 58 seconds. Okay. <laughs> then... So I don't know how that obviously took a lot of time out of what um what what my PB would have been if I didn't uh, fall on that bottle and then die after sitting down for however many minutes. But then came around the roundabout right, and I remember watching the video and it was like um, uphill punishment from this roundabout. Seventeen k is two two miles uphill, two kilometers uphill, and then it's a nice downhill from there. I was like, all right, I'm in the mood for this. I'm psyched up for this. I've got my energy back. I'm I'm ready to go. And um, at this point, obviously, I've slowed, I've fallen down, so I've stopped and I've slowed down. So everybody that I'm running past is obviously running a bit slower than I would have been running. And I was like, but you know what? I'm ready to go. So I saw, come around the roundabout and I go up that hill. I see 11 miles. I was like, 11 miles? That's only two miles from the finish. I could run two miles. Let's go. So I put my head down and I started just going. I was pacing. I was going past people, left, right and centre, obviously. I mean, I'm going, I was running. This mile was, what was it? It said 7.06 was the pace so it was my fastest mile of the run um so far so i'm and obviously everybody that's running at that that point is probably running around two hours for the half marathon so i'm obviously going a bit quicker than them and so i'm weaving in and out of people and i'm thinking dang if only i didn't fall down then i would have been like obviously this would probably feel a, a lot harder going up this hill because i wouldn't have caught my energy or, or whatever but wouldn't I be having to weave through people and this would have been a lot straighter and it could have been more more indicative of where I'm actually at. So anyway, I'm weaving in and out of people and that hill, I actually really enjoyed it. I didn't, I I really loved it. And there were people that were screaming, there were people cheering, which I found to be so, so amazing. And it was so hype and it was so good, such good fun. Uh, and then you get to the top of that hill and you obviously got that roundabout, which goes into the downhill. Coming around that roundabout and coming up that hill, there was a guy with long hair who 
was also running at a similar pace to me. I was like, nah, bruv, why are you running at this pace? Like, I, my excuse is I had to stop and I should be finished by now. I don't know what you're doing running at this pace right now. So I saw that as a competition. So I said, you know what? He's probably not thinking he might be. He might have seen me, but I've seen him and he's trying to run quicker than me. And I'm finishing this before him. So I don't care. I really don't care. So I started going. I was picking up the pace. And then you come round that roundabout. Bruv, I did not know. Everyone said that downhill is steep. I did not expect it to be that steep. Okay? Truth, no, because honestly, when I watched the videos, it was like, oh, you got a nice little downhill. This is a steep part of the race. Didn't even look that steep in the videos. And I'd never been to South Shields before until then. And so when I came down there, I was like, whoa. I was like, can you imagine if it was raining? Everyone would be slipping everywhere, bruv. Like, oh, my days. But anyway, I'm coming down this hill at a six-minute pace, according to my watch at that, at that time. I was like, I've not even done run a 5K at a six-minute pace. So that was that's how, that's how steep that hill was. And then um, that guy with the long hair was also going down at that pace. He's weaving in and out of people. I'm weaving in and out of people. I'm looking at him. I'm like, I'm going to beat this guy. So come down the, the hill just in front of him. I think he... He got caught behind some people. I was like, yeah, that's what I thought. And so then you come round the left down onto the coast and it says 12 miles. Obviously, you've got a mile left. And um, I was like, you know what, yeah? Let's just go. Let's go. Run for a mile. My foot is hurting at this point. So obviously, you guys will know I've had plantar fasciitis before. And it's, you know, for me, I've just been maintaining it on and off, on and off and all that sort of stuff. And at this point, it was hurting again. But I was like... Two miles left, one mile left, just uh, just get it done. Uh, and so I'm running down this, down the coast, and I'm weaving in and out of people. I'm going so quickly. Um, they actually said that the, my split time for this last mile was 6.27, which is obviously a lot quicker than any of my other splits for uh, for the miles in, in any half marathon I've done. Um, and so I'm going so quickly, and the crowd, oh, my word. Everybody says the crowd at South Shields is the best. I actually underestimated it. It was so loud. I could not even hear myself think. Everyone was screaming. Everyone was cheering. People from both sides, people screaming. Some people said my name, which I loved and appreciated. And um, I was weaving in and out of people, saw some cameras, had to get some photos. You know what I mean? I had to look like I was doing it for the camera. And uh, it started to hurt. Um, it started to hurt. But I was like, there's too many people. You can't just slow down here. There's people, too many people cheering your name. So you just got to keep on going. The... Um, from 1,600 metres down to uh, 800 metres, I was like, sheesh, that was a long 800. But I can do that 800 again. 800 to 400 was a long 400 metres. It did hurt quite a bit. Uh, and then 400 to 200 was painful. But then 200, I was like, that's half a lap of a 400 metre trip. Just run it. You can do this. You can do this. And so I did. Obviously turned right uh, onto the green and then... At that point, there were a few people a few meters ahead of me. I was like, I'm catching them, catching them. And I crossed the line, pointed up to the sky, happy with it, so proud. Uh, finished it, um, beat the guy with the long hair, um, hands on my knees. Yeah, 152. So considering all of the stuff that happened between mile 10 and 11, I was only three minutes off my PB, which really encouraged me because a lot of people, yeah, because I told people about what happened. They were like, oh, you must be disappointed. I'm sorry to hear that. I'll, to be honest, I'm not really disappointed. I'm happy because um, 1.52 after a 20-minute mile in mile 10 and 11, who knows what I would have done. And um, it's a good indicator for me. So I'm happy to see what happens next.
I'm looking forward to see what happens next. So, yeah, got the got the medal, got the T-shirt, got the pictures, got my stuff from the bus, and then um, just walked. I didn't know the metro was like two miles away from where we stopped or something. It was a long walk, you know. I spoke to my mum on the phone, told her about how it all went, and she was uh, she was excited, she was happy for it, uh, which which was really nice. And um, yeah, then then went home and uh, had a McDonald's and a pizza. So yeah. It was a good day, all in all. I really enjoyed it. That course, I think, is a lot better than the course we did last year. I loved ending ending in South Shields. That was probably the highlight of the run, the way that everybody, how loud it was. It was such a good environment. And then now I, I guess I understand why they say that it's the best half marathon in the world. I love the medal. love the T-shirt. I want to get another medal. And that said, I'm doing the Great South Run next month on October 16th. 16th or 17th or 18th, whichever one is the Sunday. Actually, I don't even remember. But I've got it's a 10 mile race uh, in Portsmouth next month, which I'll be doing, hoping to get a PB. Well, I haven't done 10 mile run before, actually. I've, I mean, I guess technically this was a 10 mile run with a little bit, and then the one I did before. But we'll see. I'm I'm looking forward to that. Get another medal, get some more t shirts, and have some more fun down there. And then, um, We'll see what the plan is for the rest of the year and then going into 2023. But, um, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Not too, yeah, you know, it's, it always seems to be drama. It always seems to be something happening when I'm running a half marathon. But hopefully I get the hang of it soon. And hopefully I keep my eyes open, avoid any bottles and stay on my feet next time. Thanks for your time, guys. It's been, what's it been? This has been episode 75 of Ardent Run Club with myself, Tommy Adedeji. And I run in the family. I'll see you guys next time.